Mythology Podcast. I'm Austin, aka G.I. Joe, and I'm here with Ryan, aka the director of the NRC. The fuck does that stand for? North. <laughs> God damn it, if you had to ask me. It's, uh, what, <laughs> nuclear... Uh... <laughs> Isn't it like nuclear reaction control or some shit? No. Or, or, no it's nuclear commission. radiation commission or some shit? Yeah, nuclear research commission or whatever. God damn it. <laughs> I completely brain farted on what the R stood for. Oh, and this week we will be talking about nuclear meltdowns. Not not like the meltdowns like Kanye West had. I mean, that's just a normal Tuesday for him. It's still a nuclear meltdown, but it's just it's what what Kanye had was a nuke a nuclear <laughs> a nuclear, nuclear meltdown. He didn't have a nuclear. He had a nuclear <laughs> nuclear meltdown as our uh, previous President Bush would have called it a, a nuclear. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so what prompted us to do this was the state of Georgia, our neighbor to the south right here, they just finished construction and the initial commissioning of a new nuclear reactor, which, if I'm not mistaken, is the first one built since the late 70s, I think. And well, hell, wasn't they talking about building one? Here in South um, Carolina? Yeah. And then um, the company ended up pocketing all the money. It was all a big scam. No. Yeah. Well, Georgia actually built theirs. And um, they just loaded fuel in it. As of the as of us recording this, Nat, as of us releasing this, they just loaded the fuel into the main reaction chamber like a week and a half ago. So that's kind of what prompted us to talk about this because, again, they haven't really built a new reactor since the 70s, and it's because in 1979, or, yeah, 1979, and, or, yeah, no, it was 1978, 1978, and then again in 1985, you had two major meltdowns that pretty much made everybody go, ooh, ah, ah, I don't know about nuclear energy. That's kind of scary. This shit's really scary. Yeah, but, I mean, one thing we'll talk about more later on is because they don't take care of it the yeah. way they should. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's human error all the way around. Yeah, it's 100% human error. Just people being lazy fucks, right? If everybody was just doing what the fuck they were, they're supposed to do, it would be a perfectly safe, perfectly fucking efficient form of energy, you know? No. Yeah, but, you know, humans suck, man. We're just lazy pieces of shit. It just is what it is. But, um, so, Austin, have you ever actually been to a nuclear reactor or toured it? Like, even when you were in the Army, like, never went to a facility that was powered by, uh, powered by nuclear energy? No, I have not. It is. See a nuclear submarine. Those are cool as fuck. Did you get to go in it? No, I didn't get to go in it, but I've seen one. Yeah, they're fucking cool, man. Well, if you ever get the opportunity, I highly recommend going and taking like the the tours that they'll hold at a lot of uh, nuclear facilities. Yeah. Just because 
like the scale will blow your mind, right? Like, like how fucking big it is. Yeah, it's they're fucking massive, right? So you go into these places and they'll, they'll be like, "Oh, and this is our reaction chamber." And it's like the there's you're just in this gigantic fucking like a damn near a warehouse for this room about the size of honestly maybe about two of the room we're in right now, but then about four of the room we're in right now high. And like that's the nuclear reaction chamber, right? And it's just like everything around you. This massive facility <laughs> is to service this one room, and it's just—it's mind blowing, man. Shit's really fucking cool. I took um, a tour of McGuire up in North Carolina one time. Excuse me. That was brought up. Well, too bad you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> But, uh, no, yeah, I took a tour of uh, McGuire, and it was pretty cool, man. It was pretty damn cool, actually. Now, how tall are the, what the, you want to call them, like the The cooling stocks? stacks? Yeah. They're like fucking two, 200 feet or more. You know, like 250, almost 300 feet. Like, they look, they don't look that intimidating from a distance, but when you're standing at their base, you're like, holy fuck, that's big as shit. Yeah, that's how John's mom feels whenever she's at the base of my dick. Like, looking at it from far away, you're like, oh, that's not that impressive. But then once she gets, like, right up on the base, then all of a sudden she's just like, oh. I got you, bud. So, so have you ever had any experience, especially with your time in the military, dealing with um, radiation safety? Yes. Shit tons. Shit tons. Shit tons. Having to walk around with your fucking patches on, the, you know, somebody leading the pack with a damn Geiger counter. Yes. Oh, yeah. And radiation. <clears throat> radiation is a fucking weird thing because there's different types of radiation. You got different types of radiation. You got where you can be under certain radiation for so long and it not affect you. And well, it's then... like, you know, infrared. Yeah. You know, infrared radiation. Yeah, you're going to get hot, and then you just have to go away, you know, and cool down, but it's not going to do any permanent damage to you, right? No. Infrared, or not infrared, but ultraviolet. Ultraviolet can kind of fuck you up. If you're in ultraviolet for a really long period of time. you cancer. Yeah, that's what, you know, ultraviolet's what gives you skin cancer and shit, right? But it's not going to give you, like, organ cancer. And then you get into, like, microwave and radio wave radiation, which, yeah, there are certain frequencies that are dangerous. Yeah, don't stick your head in a microwave and cut it on for five minutes. Yeah. I mean, that's... But even then, like, even those microwaves, those microwaves aren't going to give you cancer. They won't. Might cook your face off, but... Yeah. But the only time you really get into trouble is when you talk about real low-band or real high-band radiation, right? So, that's why ultraviolet can give you cancer because it's no. at the bottom of the spectrum, right? And then once you get up towards the top, like once you get into like gamma radiation and stuff like that, that's why that shit gives you... Fucking Incredible Hulk. Yeah, that's why that shit gives you cancer and everything else. And it's like, that's the kind of radiation that gets released when a nuclear... Uh, you know, a, <laughs> you about to I almost said it. A nuclear bomb. <laughs> nuclear! <laughs> 
whenever a nuclear bomb goes off or like a, a reactor melts down, it's releasing insane amounts of gamma radiation from like you know the radio from the uranium or from the um, like the radium that gets produced and it's it's absolutely insane the levels of like theta and gamma band radiation that gets released. Bro, you wanna know the first place I heard about like a fucking nuclear power? Where? And this is probably gonna blow your fucking mind. Fucking the Simpsons. I feel like that's most people in our generation's first exposure to that is just the fact <laughs> that Homer works at the power plant, right? Yeah. So, and it's like they constantly have episodes dealing with uranium, uh, uh, radiation and stuff. You know, I mean, think about the, the Superman in that world is radioactive man. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, that's, that's where I feel like most people, especially in our generation, got exposure to that. It wasn't like back in like the 60s or 70s when people were hearing about it because the United States government was putting films in front of like little short films in front of every movie that they went to the drive in to go see, where it was like nuclear power, the future of America. Da, 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 da. And that's the thing, it really could have been the future of America. It, yeah, very easily could have been. And it's actually cheaper to produce and in the long, in the long oh, yeah. term scheme of things. It's cheaper to produce. It's better for the environment. Cheaper to maintain. Yeah, but the thing is, if you don't maintain it, you're going to have episodes like Chernobyl, Fukushima, Three Three Mile Island. Island. Like The list goes on and on. Yeah, just as an example out there for what Austin's talking about when he says about the the cheapness, right? So if you talk about a coal-burning power plant, right, you have to find the coal. You have to mine the coal. You have to transport the coal. And then you're putting it into the power plant, and then you have to burn it. Well, once you burn it, it's fucking gone. With a nuclear power plant, all you have to do is find the uranium, drill. You don't have to mine. You can drill to get to the uranium, which is vastly cheaper than mining. You get the uranium out. And you take it to a um, enriching plant, which we've had since the 40s for our, our nuclear bomb program. They enrich it on our tax dollar. There's already money allocated to the United States military to enrich uranium and plutonium. So no money for no extra money out of the taxpayer's pocket to enrich it. Once you enrich it, it's got a fucking half-life of like 20,000 years. So, unlike a piece of coal that's going to burn up that afternoon, you can literally use that same rod of uranium for 20,000 years did you, <laughs> to produce power. Did you see, uh, they just came out with something. I saw it on Facebook a few weeks ago. I wish I would have saved it, but that was before I thought about us doing this episode. They have something where they can uh, destroy, like take the half-life of that and get rid of it in milliseconds. I believe it. Like, that's fucking crazy, though, because, like, you do shit like that, like, the Chernobyl never would have happened, mm. shit like that. So, nuclear power, it didn't... Well, they've been working on cleanup technology because everyone yeah. was so scared when the Soviet Union collapsed that, like, all these Middle Eastern countries are going to get their hands on, like, dirty bombs. Yeah. You know, like, n- nuclear bombs that didn't quite work, and so they were just going to take the, the plutonium or whatever out and mash it into 
dust and spread it over a city. Well, Chernobyl is still like radioactive to this day. And that's oh, yeah, been, it's going to be another 50, 60 yeah. years before you can do shit there. And even then, you're really not going to be able to put housing and shit there. Like, it's still going to be, the ground is still yeah. saturated in radiation. They've already officially classified 800 new species of plants and animals around uh, Chernobyl just because of the mutations from the radiation. Yeah, I wonder how their shrooms would be, dude. Well, they would probably give you cancer, <laughs> but they'd make you really high. <laughs> you think like, just real high. <laughs> You'd be seeing some wild ass shit there. Oh yeah. So, um, just as an example of the kind of shit that we're going to be talking about, I just want to go ahead and nip this in the bud so that we don't have to go into too, too, too much detail for each one of these that we're going to talk about. So the the crib notes on both Chernobyl and Three Mile Island are exactly the fucking same. The same thing happened basically. At both plants, and that's where, due to poor maintenance and corners being cut during construction to not verify the quality of parts being installed, both of them ended up, under different circumstances, having a steam release valve being stuck open. Yep. And when the steam release valve at Three Mile Island was stuck open, nobody knew it because the alarm that was supposed to sound to let them know that the steam valve was open didn't go off. So what ended up happening was is that that system is built on steam pressure because basically all a nuclear reactor is is a giant kettle, basically. Yeah. And so as the steam was being released, they the system was automatically flooding the reaction tank with water to balance out the pressure. Well, the problem is is that the water level got too high and that set off alarms. So technicians inside the control room, not knowing that the steam valve was left open, turned off the flow of water into the reaction chamber because the alarm for the water level being too high went off. And while they were trying to figure out what to go what was going on, Reactor went almost super critical. The internal temperature got to the point where the control rods and the uh, the control the you know, the carbon fiber or the carbon rods and the graphite rods started to melt. And next thing you know, you have a little mini meltdown. So pretty much for those of those people that don't know a lot about like nuclear power, the temperatures in that get hotter than the surface of the sun. So it's hot as fuck. Like, yeah, it gets very, very <laughs> hot in there. I mean, you're it gets so hot when if a if a nuclear facilities reactor core goes critical, the temperatures in there are hot enough to create new elements. Yeah. Like that's how hot it gets in there. Like it melts things that aren't supposed to fucking melt. Yeah. And so uh, we got really lucky with Three Mile Island because the reactor core never truly went critical. It went near critical, and it did start melting the core, but luckily they were able to kind of, sort of... Keep it under control. Keep it under control enough to keep things from getting really bad. Isn't that the one where um, 
the rods were halfway in, halfway out of the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it. It was. It, it could potentially could have been way worse. That's why, um, you know, like we were talking about earlier, they were twenty minutes away from having a Chernobyl level event. Yeah. Right. Like it would have only been twenty more minutes if they hadn't kind of gotten lucky. Really, they didn't. Nobody. Nobody's a hero in this story. They got fucking lucky. There was no one person that just showed up and was like, "I know what to do." Like, they just got lucky as fuck. And, you know, 50 million Americans on the eastern seaboard got very lucky that they didn't die. Basically, because that's what would have happened. 20 more minutes, if 20 more minutes had gone by at Three Mile Island, 50 million Americans on the east coast would have died. And then another probably 100 100 million would have ended up with cancer. Yeah. Because it would have went into the ocean and affected fucking everything. Everything. Yeah, it would have been fucking terrible. Everybody on the East Coast, all the way from Maine to Florida, the, the, you wouldn't have been able to get in the ocean for a long fucking time. Yeah. So the, the, on the other side of that coin, in Chernobyl, same thing. Steam valve, they're running a test of the safety systems, which is kind of sad, you know, when you think about it, because... Like, they were honestly trying to do what they were supposed to do. But this was a good example of corners being cut during construction. More so Cheap than human error. Yeah. Like, Three Mile Island, human error. Chernobyl, human error, but because of construction, not because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Like, the people at Three Mile Island were fucking dummies. <laughs> like, they just weren't trained well enough to be able to handle now, that situation. That's like with Fukushima. That the nuclear plant should have been shut down already. It was supposed to get shut down. What like two thousand? Was it two thousand eight? Well, it had already been refitted though. So we'll get to Fukushima in a minute because that's that's a that's a real special um, case right there, man. Like that's really nobody's fault. Well, they said it was supposed to get shut down. I think in one. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, though. it's for for like a refit on everything because they were transferring from a Gen one to a Gen three reactor, and that, yeah, that's a whole thing. But in uh, Chernobyl, so similar thing, they're running tests, steam valve gets stuck open because of bad parts, same thing, water levels are getting too high, everything else, so they shut off um, the flow of water in there, but by the time they had gotten around, or like by the time everybody was figuring out what was going on, they're getting told by their controllers that it's impossible for this Russian design reactor to have issues. It's impossible. The The alarms are broken. It's not the, the reactor's broken. The alarms are broken. Because there's no way this Soviet-designed reactor has any problems. And it's impossible for it to break or have anything go wrong, right? And before we go any farther, if you have HBO, they have a great documentary on it. Well, it's not really a doc. It's like a... Remake well, they got of, two, right? They got the documentary about the cleanup efforts, and then they got the actual miniseries about like what happened. Yeah, and it, it's a really good miniseries. It's phenomenal miniseries, and it's scary as shit. It's genuinely terrifying. Yeah, and like it shows like people trying to stop it to save everybody, but they're getting fucked up by radiation. Yeah, and and, and bureaucrats, right? Like really, the villains and all of it are the bureaucrats, the people that were like, no, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> nothing's wrong here. Don't admit anything's wrong. Yeah, Fucking and that's one reason man. it got as bad as it did is because they wanted to deny it instead of try to fix the problem. Right. So once, basically, in the amount of time it took between these very highly trained, dedicated engineers in Chernobyl 
to finish arguing with these Soviet government bureaucrats over what the situation was, it was too late. A hydrogen bubble had built up inside the reaction core, and if anybody out there has taken basic high school chemistry, you know how explosive hydrogen gas can be, and boom! The entire reaction chamber and roof of Reactor 2, yeah, Reactor 2 at Chernobyl blew up. Whole thing just done. Millions of pounds of radioactive material shot into the sky. It it shot so far into the sky and covered such a large landmass that there was radiation being detected in western Poland. Yeah. And the event itself only killed like 28 people. Yeah, when but it detonated. When it detonated, but then over 4,000 more people died from cancer and all kinds shit, of shit like that. Yeah. In the, the future, yeah, and the Soviet government refused to evacuate the the town of the well, the city. It was a pretty big urban center, right? They they refused to um, evacuate that city for days, yeah, days after this happened. So people are just sitting there, just soaking up radiation, man. And then they like when they were trying to clean it up, they bought this robot that was specifically designed by these like German engineers to go in two reactors. And try and like clean it up, and they sent one of those in, and it melted. Yeah. It fu- the radi- it wasn't even from the heat; it was just the radiation alone was so intense at Chernobyl that it melted this robot. So the Soviet army just said, "Fuck it, send in the troops." So they just started sending in fucking foot soldiers, grunts to go hand shovel radioactive material away from the plant. And they sent in like miners and shit to try to dig up underneath it, yeah, to try to get to it, but. The hell, they were, like, in the uh, TV show, they were mining butt-ass naked because it was so fucking hot. Yeah, and which means they were just getting exposed to more radiation. Yeah, it was insane what went down. I'm telling everybody out there in podcast land, watch the miniseries, watch the Chernobyl tapes. It's the documentary about the cleanup efforts. It It is just the most heartbreaking, fucking terrifying shit you've ever seen. It's scarier than any horror movie I've seen in a long time. Like, it is fucking scary. Because it's shit that could happen anywhere. Anywhere. At any time. Like, McGuire. This could happen at McGuire tomorrow. You know, this could happen at that new plant in fucking Georgia. Where's it at in Georgia? I think it's outside of Aiken, I think. So, damn, that's not super, super far away. No. Well, hell, neither's McGuire. We're like sandwiched right in between two. Yeah. Oh, just imagine a bad hurricane hits. Well, there's already a big thing going on in uh, Lake Norman where everybody's getting cancer on Lake Norman. And it's all within like a certain radius of McGuire Nuclear Power Station. Shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a uh, like McGuire, Duke and McGuire in a big class action lawsuit right now over it. I didn't look a whole lot into McGuire. I looked into like the three big ones Mm -hmm. because i mean there's been a whole lot of meltdowns it's just you really only ever hear about the big ones right the ones that got out of hand yeah yeah well it's because all these reactors have like redundancies on redundancies on redundancies on redundancies to help prevent stuff like this from happening and it's like you literally have to have like this absolutely perfect chain of events 
happen for shit to just get totally out of hand, like out of Chernobyl or a Three Mile Island. I think they said there was what, like sixty or seventy total nuclear meltdowns worldwide. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot if you think about it. Well, there's like twenty something hundred fucking reactors everywhere, so that's still like less than five percent, you know. So it's yeah. like, and those are controlled, you know, meltdowns. Like, those. like I said, if, if if it's done the right way, it can be safe. Yeah, but that's the problem. And, and sometimes they're intentional, right? Like, sometimes they do intentional meltdowns because they have to shut the reactors off. And by doing that, then that can create a minor meltdown that, you know, but it's under controlled circumstances to be able to take care of it. So I don't know how many of those maybe are included in that because it is still technically a meltdown, just a controlled yeah. one. You know, it's just like how you can technically, like, certain large controlled burns that like the forestry agency does to prevent forest fires they still count them as forest fires because it's still damaging like x amount of acres or whatever yeah i don't know but this shit gets really interesting because for the simple fact that it's preventable uh like 99 well i'll say 99 percent because i mean like the one in fukushima it was preventable, but at the same time, I mean, you had a tsunami, you had a hurricane, or what? what's it called? An earthquake, a su- yeah. <laughs> yeah, a fucking tsunami. God just wanted to tear that fucking place down. Yeah, that's all that was. <laughs> yeah, there was nothing. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's nobody's fault, man. Like, they were they were in the middle of conversion, so it's like they were converting some of their Gen 1 and Gen 2 reactors to Generation 3 reactors, and so... I think what Fukushima had like what five five reaction cores three or no it had six three of them melted yeah that's what it was six so they had six and they had like two of them shut down for conversion three running and then this fucking mm. earthquake came in and just fucking three pieced them man yeah it <laughs> what was it it was a big ass earthquake which created a tsunami and then like a week later there was a fucking uh, What's it there? A cyclone? Yeah. Or whatever it is over there? Yeah. yeah. A fucking hurricane. Yeah, they pretty got much went. Three-piece, man. <laughs> There's nothing and... they could fucking do. Nothing they could do. I feel so bad for them. Because, like, you know, now everybody's kind of like, they look down their nose at that whole situation and it's all like, oh, look at that. They had a nuclear meltdown, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, but it wasn't just because, like, Joe Blow fell asleep at his desk eating donuts, you know? Like, it wasn't a Homer Simpson situation. Like, like you said, like, God basically was like, <laughs> stay down. <laughs> I guess um, one nuclear bomb wasn't enough to fuck up the, or I guess, two. Fukushima. Well, two no, I'm talking about Fukushima. Fukushima's just like radiation hell. Uh, it's just, I've, I just, it's terrible. So what ended up happening at Fukushima, right? So the earthquake hit, and all of the redundant systems triggered like they're supposed to. And so the reactors started to shut down. They were going into um, a shutdown state, but that, that doesn't happen overnight, right? Like that doesn't just happen within like an hour. It takes a long time for that reactor cool to act, or core to actually cool off. And before that happened, the tsunami came in and hit the building and damaged a lot of those redundant systems. And so a lot of those fail-safes that were put in to help prevent a meltdown were then damaged. 
And then there was absolutely nothing they could do. But luckily, because it was in a earthquake-prone area and everything else, which most of Japan is, so a lot of things like that they have to kind of build in the event that it might get fucked up by an earthquake. So honestly, had Fukushima not been an underground facility, if it had been above ground like Three Mile Island or Chernobyl or anything like that, Japan would be 100% fucked. Everything about Japan and probably Korea, both Koreas, <laughs> would be 100% fucked because yeah. of that. They were smart enough to know to bury that shit underground so that when all that happened, all they had to do was just bulldoze over it and just be like, oh, nothing to see here. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's no <laughs> reactor here. Well, oh, this giant, super hot pile of concrete? Don't worry about that. <laughs> no, that's like, uh, who is it? Iran that's trying to make nuclear power? Yeah. See, there are very few steps in between nuclear power and nuclear bombs. I I would disagree with well, that. I'm not going to say there's a few steps. I mean, there, there's quite a few steps, but yeah. if you're making nuclear power, it's not much of a stretch to make a nuclear bomb. The Well, the problem is, is that you have to have enrichment facilities, right? So it's like, as an example, in a nuclear, in a, in a nuclear bomb, you're using uranium-236, right? And the amount of enrichment that you have to go through to get uranium-236 to turn it into like plutonium or whatever the amount of power and energy and the and the the size of the facility that you would need to do that is insane there's only two that exist in the world we have one russia has one that's it there's only two facilities i mean like the india nobody else has one we can make uranium-236 Russia. Russia can make uranium-236. And it's just because of the amount of money they got thrown into it during wartime, right? And the type of uranium that is used for reactors is like... I forget, it's like 12 or 13 powers of um, enrichment less than what you would need to use in a nuclear weapon. And you're not just going to magic it up to that level. So it's like, do you remember when everybody during the last elect, not the last election cycle, but the election cycle before that, when everybody was shitting all over uh, Hillary Clinton because of the Iran nuclear nuclear deal? <laughs> nuclear. <laughs> I keep wanting to say it because I was fucking around saying it so much <laughs> earlier. But, yeah. Um, yeah, and everybody was fucking, you know, talking wholesale shit about her and that and everything else without actually knowing anything about what she was actually doing. And it was like, we had all this n nuclear waste that was coming out of our Gen 1 reactors, right? So when we were transferring over to Gen 3 reactors here in the United States, the fuel that we needed for Gen 1 reactors, we couldn't use anymore. It was enriched too far. No. Yeah. Right, but not nearly far enough to uh, be weapons grade, and so it was either it was one of those things where it's like we either pay to take it somewhere in the middle of nowhere and bury it and monitor it forever, or 
sell it to these motherfuckers and let them fucking pay for the transport and, and everything else and actually make some money off some shit we can't even use anymore. So, honestly, people should have not been... I mean, don't get me wrong, Hillary Clinton's still a fucking cunt and I wouldn't have voted <laughs> for her anyways. But people didn't need to be given her shit for that. Honestly, that was a pretty solid, smart business deal, to be completely honest. Like, they can't use it for bombs and we can't use it, use it at all your tax money would have gone to get rid of it so yeah that was a pretty much a win-win right we could have just like airdropped it on russia just in the middle of moscow there's some good russians there's that 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 damn the band uh ginger they're badass they're out of there <laughs> there's that band slaughter to prevail you know alex seems like a cool dude we could have just dropped it on vladimir putin's house Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Speaking of that, where the f- what's going on with Russia and Ukraine? You heard, hear anything about that lately? Oh, it's still going. No, I'm saying like, but it was all over the news at one point. Now, like, you don't hardly hear shit. Well, you know how these news networks are. Like, if you turn to like NPR or like PBS News, stuff like that, like not Fox, not CNN, they're still talking about it. It's still top news. Now, Russia's getting kind of tired of the shit. Don't get me wrong, like, the Ukrainians have actually gained ground not too terribly long ago. Like, it's kind of embarrassing for Russia at this point, though. Like, for them to be a world power, they kind of look weak right now. Well, it's kind of the same thing like when we went into Iraq or Afghanistan, right? Like, you're trying not to fuck the country up because you still kind of need it and you still kind of need to use it for things. So you can't just, like, fuck it completely up. Yeah. And so you're having to balance that fine line between like, okay, we need to save some of the fucking buildings because it's going to cost a fortune to make this place livable again if we fuck it up too bad. It's not like with uh, World War II where it was like, okay, we don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. Nobody in America is ever going to Germany. It doesn't fucking matter. Level that shit. Just fucking level it. Japan, nobody's ever, that's too far away. Fuck it. Just level the shit. Right? (laughs) No, we haven't been at that point war-wise in a long time where it's like, just flatten the fuck out of it. We're never, we don't have any plans on taking it over, using it, just flatten it. (laughs) That's true. I never thought about it that way, but I guess that is true. You gotta still kind of be like, well, that hospital, we kind of need hospitals, don't blow up the hospital. World War II was like, fuck you, art museum. (laughs) Fuck you, natural art museum. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, um, the biggest thing with the whole nuclear radiation thing is, like we've said 20 times already, it's preventable. It's just people being cheap, people being lazy. Because, I mean, it does save a shit ton of money. So, in a way, the rich are are getting richer from it. It's just, instead of doing it the right way, they're all going about the wrong way. And and that's one of those things, right? Like, this is where I keep getting into, and not to get up on, like, a political soapbox here, but this is why I have a big problem with ultra-libertarians, uh, right? Like, ultra-libertarians. It's like, okay, I get it. You, you don't like big government. You don't want anybody telling you how to live your life. You want to do meh, 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 meh. But it's like, I'll get into these debates with these motherfuckers where I'm like, okay, well, then who's going to fix the goddamn roads? Oh, well, if businesses want somebody to drive to their place of business and everything else, then they'll fix the roads. No, the fuck they won't. They will let that shit turn into a dirt fucking road 
and then expect you to get four-wheel drive to make to make it to your fucking job. They're not going to do it. You need the government to do that kind of shit because these businesses are not going to fucking do it. And even now, if they did, it would be so half-assed. <laughs> the federal government doesn't need as much money as more of the state government. It's more state government, absolutely. And so that's one of the big problems with like the Nuclear Commission, right? Is it's one of those things where, okay, sure, back in the 70s, not great. You didn't have, like, you needed different independent branches to all be communicating with each other, and that's, like, via fax and everything else. So it's like there's not there's not the, the oversight that you really, really need back then. Nowadays, with, like, the internet and how everything's digitized, and it's like it, one person could literally be sitting in a laptop somewhere and monitor every nuclear station in the world. At this point, it's like it would be so much harder for people to cut corners and and do a bunch of bullshit. Like now is honestly probably the best time to start converting most of our resources towards like nuclear. renewable and renewable and, and nuclear energy. Like the fact that I still see all these like old timers on like Facebook and shit like that talking about like we still need these coal power plants and we still need these natural gas power plants for what? For who? Beer. <laughs> Beer. But yeah, but it's like, for who? What good are they doing? They they ain't shit. No, they're really not. Like, <laughs> they're not shit. Why the, the fuck do you need them? At this point, I mean, yeah, I know you have like solar panels, wind turbines, but nuclear power is still the cheapest way to go. And 100%, yeah. In 2022, I really don't understand why we don't have more. And it's because of all the accidents back in the 70s. Yeah. That's literally what it boils down to, right? Like, but we had so many accidents back in the 70s. This is 50 years it plus. It fucked everybody up. Everybody was like, eh, I don't know. I don't know about this radiation shit. And it's because they were such big issues, right? Like, and because the general population didn't really know a lot about it, right? They so don't understand it. Don't understand it. But then think about Fukushima, right? Like when Fukushima happened, there were enough people that had learned about things like Chernobyl and shit like that in school, right? Because it was old enough now at this point to have been made it into the textbooks and everything else in school. Because I remember learning about Chernobyl in school in chemistry class, right? And so there's, like, enough information out there that when Fukushima happened, everybody kind of understood, like, okay, we know why, we get it. It's not scary because blah, blah, blah. But back in the, you know, 70s and 80s, you get, you know, your Three Mile Islands and your Chernobyls, and everyone's just like, oh, my God! Oh, my God! We all gonna die! (laughs) Now, like we said, though, in 1979, whenever Three Mile Island happened, it was preventable. And if people, if people take the right precautions, this is the best type of energy you can get, the cheapest kind. And it'd be a whole lot cheaper. It'd be a whole lot cheaper than paying fucking Duke Power every month. Goddamn right, beer. It's just like I got solar panels thrown on my roof. You know how much I uh, owed this month in my power bill. How much? Negative $10. Negative $10. I owed negative. But you had to pay for the solar panels, which is like a power bill in itself. It's half of what I was paying. How much are you paying? For 70 solar? bucks. Oh, that's not bad at all, then. No. 
<laughs> it's not. I'll say yeah, because I'm paying like one fifty to two hundred a month on power. That's what I'm saying. It like cut my power bill in half. Yeah, and it, it and it's a flat rate. It doesn't go up. Yeah. So even if Duke's all like <laughs> "fuck you," me 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 me, I'm still just paying by the way. 70. Fuck you, Duke Power. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with you, Duke Power? Why don't you <laughs> like? Why are you charging us so goddamn much? You're not doing anything different. Nothing in the world, nothing that's going on in the world right now affects you at all. Why is Power Bill going up? What are you doing? What are you doing, Duke? And see, one thing I hate about them, like, okay, like, I cut my air up like to seventy six, thinking yeah. it'd make the power bill go down, right? Still, I, I got a fucking four hundred dollar fucking power bill from Duke Power, four hundred fucking dollars. God, my average Damn. bill. My average bill is one fifty. Everybody got a high power bill this month. Everybody. I had negative ten dollars. <laughs> like it's fucking ridiculous. That, that's the thing, though. Like, yeah. Fuck you, Duke Power. <laughs> it's, it's fucking crazy, man. And my thing is, is like, have you driven between here and? Is it, is it Blacksburg or Orangeburg heading towards Columbia that you have to pass through? Orangeburg. Is it Orangeburg? Yeah. Like, when was the last time you drove towards Columbia and drove through, like, that stretch between, like, Orangeburg and Columbia? Uh, probably, like, a year and a half ago when we went to the beach. So, it's just nothing but rolling hills, right? The whole thing is just nothing but windswept rolling hills. The amount of, and, and nothing, no towns, no houses, no su- subdivisions, no no nothing. It's just trees and hills out there. It's not even farmland because it's too fucking hilly to grow shit unless you just wanted to grow a bunch of pumpkins and watermelon for as far as the <laughs> eye could see, but who the fuck's going to do that? They could put so many, like, solar farms and, like, wind farms out there to, like, help subsidize, like, the increase in cost right now. But no... We're in a red state. So, you know what that means. Well, it's not just us being in a red state. We're in, like, the poorest state in the U.S. Did you <laughs> see where they uh, ranked us the sixth worst bleh, The sixth worst state to live in? I wouldn't doubt it. But Charleston is the number one city to live in, which is crazy, right? We're almost in the top five for the worst states. But we have the number one city. <laughs> How the fuck does that work? I don't know. I mean, we do live in a fairly good part of the state compared to the rest of the state. Oh, yeah. The rest of the state's a fucking <laughs> shithole. <laughs> like the yeah. Greenville, Spartanburg, Anderson area, it is more of a, I'm not going to say upscale, but it's more of a. There's shit to do. There's industry. There's yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. there. It's more along the lines of like. Good counties, I guess you should say. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of people go missing. A lot of people get murdered and shit, but hey. A lot of meth and Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, the entire rest of the state until you get to Columbia and Charleston is like, ooh. Moonshine. Meth. Yeah. It's definitely a lot Especially of like, down there in Clinton. Yeah, a bunch of cousin fucking. Yeah. Yeah. The whole rest of the state might as well be the North Georgia Mountains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
But like I said, we live in a good part of South Carolina. Like, yeah, we do live in the good part. I can't talk too much shit about this area. I like Spartanburg, man. Spartanburg ain't bad. People I talk mean, shit, but I like it. You might get shot if you're in the wrong neighborhood, but hey. I mean, I guess get, it's like that anywhere. I mean, just behind the beacon, really. Well, I mean, that's kind of in between both of our houses. So. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but so, if I'm ever coming to Ryan's one day and I don't make it, I probably got shot driving in front of the beacon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I was driving by the beacon the other day, and I heard gunshots. <laughs> I was, I was driving because I took that road right past the beacon that'll that you can wrap it wraps around and take you right to downtown. Yeah. And like as I was driving past the beacon and had like Highland off there onto my right, I heard like pow pow, <laughs> and I heard a bunch of people being like whoa. <laughs> I, well, like, I mean, even some of the bad spots around here, it's not what it was in like the seventies and eighties. Uh, like yeah, Sunnyside no. ain't nothing like it used to be. Yeah, they've torn down all the projects. Highland like, ain't what it used to be. Yeah. It's because there's so many jobs now. I give it about fifty years, and this place will be a lot better. Yeah, well, they're working on and. Don't get me wrong, I understand that this term has a lot of, like, negative connotations to it, but they're working really hard to, like, gentrify the projects. Spartanburg. Yeah, like, move the move out the, move the projects out to, like, neighboring towns, which. Most trailer parks in America, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just. That's look. So that's my thing, right? Like people talk all this shit about like the gentrification of projects, but nobody ever talks about the gentrification of trailer parks, <laughs> right? And they're the same thing. It's just instead of it being an apartment, it's just a bunch of fucking trailers. But there's no difference between a trailer park and a ghetto. No, I mean more rednecks. Uh, they're kind of, but they're the same thing. Well, poor yeah, is I poor. mean, yeah, yeah, poor is poor. Now, don't get me wrong. Nowadays, they make some. Good ass looking trailers, like it's not like it was thirty years ago. Yeah, but where... you're talking about like like modular homes. Yeah, they well, like double triple wide. So I'm still talking about that like single wide, like made out of metal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking like a trailer park. <laughs> they still like, have that shit some around built here. to move, right? Like it's still built to be like hooked up to the back of a pickup. See, that's what they need to put around these nuclear radiation pl- or nuclear power plants is just trailers. So. If if it goes off, like everybody can just get the fuck out, right? <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, well, shit, yeah. I mean, hell, you you've seen the like the photos and shit of like the city built around Chernobyl. Like that was like a fucking modern, like nice as shit, like city. Yeah, like that city looked badass. They had like the some of the coolest parks and like a. Like, amusement parks. Just like, uh, like their city park was damn near an amusement park. It had Ferris wheels and rides and all that I would, shit. Like, I would love to go to Chernobyl, though. Like, just, like, yeah. check it out, see what everything's like now, since it's pretty much a fucking ghost town. Absolutely, yeah, it'd be so much fun. But could you imagine if, you know, and everybody thinks about, like, oh, Soviet era, Russia was so fucked up and blah, blah, blah. Man, you know how nice it would be if the fucking park downtown Spartanburg had a fucking Ferris wheel and, like, a scrambler? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, like, carnival rides just there all year round. Like, you could just go to the park for free and just ride a Ferris wheel. No. Why don't we have a Ferris wheel? If Soviet Russia was so fucking bad, how can we don't have a goddamn Ferris I want a goddamn Ferris wheel, You man. get a Ferris wheel once a year at yeah. the Spring Fling. That's it. Yeah, that's it. 
Like, what if it's just like a, a Friday night and I just really want to take a beautiful girl down and ride a Ferris wheel and make out on the Ferris wheel? I can't do that. I get that once a year. That's why Charleston's so nice. That is why Charleston's so nice. <laughs> Ferris wheel all year long. That is why it's so nice. You're right. I can't argue that. I do love <laughs> Charleston. Hey, Spartanburg, you want to be the number one city in South Carolina? Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. Get a Ferris wheel. <laughs> and a scrambler. Yeah, 100% the scrambler. I love the fucking scrambler. <laughs> Except I hate being on the... I have to be on the inside. I have to be on the inside on the scrambler. You know why. Why? Because I'm like half the size of everybody. Well, I guess that's true. If I'm on the outside... I'm you getting squished. Yeah, I'm just getting fucking <laughs> crushed. I have to be on the inside. I didn't even think about that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Nope. I don't... I refuse. I wrote... On the outside of a scrambler twice in my life. I know we're completely off topic, but I want to ask one question. Yeah. I'm not trying to make this sound racist whatsoever, but why are black people so scared of like roller coasters? Not anymore. Not anymore. No, I was talking to some people at work the other day and like out of the group of like five or six I was talking to, only one of them was like all gung ho for roller coasters. Like the rest of them was like, nah, I ain't getting on that shit. I think it's just, I think it comes from, like, it's a systemic thing. It comes from a lack of trust, you know? Like, if you think about it where you got these very wealthy people that are owning and running these amusement parks, and traditionally, from, like, their shared collective experience, things that, like, the wealthy or the government are supposed to be maintaining and running that they are, you know, using... Not good bedfellows. That doesn't usually, they don't come out winning in that situation. So I think it's just like a generational thing, like a like, lack of trust. They were talking about the fucking swings. Like they don't trust the swings. Yeah. I fucking love the swings, dude. I love the swings too. <laughs> yeah. Like that's one of my favorite things there. And it's like such a kid thing. Oh, it's 100% yeah. a kid thing, but it's still fun as shit. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. I fucking love it. I, I love all carnival rides. I love all carnival rides except for the cages, right? The ones where it's like you're in the cage and the cage spins, but then you're at the end of an armature and that arm spins and then the whole structure spins. So it's just like you're just constantly getting tossed. I hate that fucking thing. And it's not because I don't enjoy it and I like riding it and it's fun and everything else. It's because I had a really bad experience one time and it's given me like shell shock. And we went to go get on. And my girlfriend at the time had her purse with her. And she was asking the dude that was running it, like, hey, can I leave my purse here? And he was like, oh, no, no, you'll be fine. So we get on this fucking thing with her goddamn purse. Completely forgot that she had a glass, like, back when Sobe came in a glass bottle. It wasn't a plastic. So we're in this thing, and it starts going... And all of a sudden, I just see this fucking glass Sobe bottle come floating up out of her <laughs> like fucking zero purse. Because, yeah, because of the, <laughs> yeah, the gravity. Yeah. And it's just like right from me. I was like, oh, fuck. And then all of a sudden, the cage kicks and it starts spinning. And, and this thing just like comes and busts my fucking lip open, f- hits the side of the cage, comes back, but gives me a black fucking eye, hits the cage, breaks my fucking nose, hits the cage, comes back, catches me in the fucking ear like bust my ear open so I'm bleeding, hits the case, shatters, and then all the glass comes back, and so it's like I'm getting all cut up and shit, and it's like, 
It was fucking terrible, man. Like, I get off the goddamn ride, I'm bleeding every fucking where. My nose is fucked up, my eyes fucked up, my ears fucked up, I got a fat lip, I'm just gushing blood, man. <laughs> like, I'm all fucked up. I beat the living shit out of that goddamn carnival attendant, man. As soon as I got off, I just jumped his ass and beat him like, uh, like Joe Pesci beat that motherfucker and my cousin Vinny. <laughs> I just jumped his ass. Man, it just let, I was so mad, and so now I can't even ride those fucking things anymore. What's the one that spins and it like sucks you to the wall? Oh, like the gravitron and shit like that. Man, me and John got so fucked up on that one time. We went to the Greer Family Fest or whatever. Yeah, and uh, we were spinning, and like we watched some people do it before, and it wasn't that long of a ride. I don't know if he like double did it for us or what. But we were on there so much longer than we should have been. Like, dude, I felt like I was floating up out the top of it. So I'm sitting here holding on to it for fucking dear life. Yeah, I won't get on one of those again. Have you been on one of those that the floor drops out underneath you? Yes. That's fucking intense, right? That one, but I wasn't as scared on that one. But it's like the one me and John were on. Like It was just rickety as I, shit. I guess he just did it for like two rounds instead of one. Yeah. And nope. After that, nope, not doing it no more. I love those. That's my favorite fucking ride at the camp carnival other than... And it's like, it's such a little kid thing, but god damn it, I love the fucking scrambler. No, bro, man. like, I was scared. I was about to get sucked out I love teacups. The teacups? <laughs> if it's got Where the... you spin it by yourself? Yeah, yeah, where you can spin it by yourself? Oh my god, so... I, I uh, took my kid on that, like, my kids on that one time when I was by myself, and I was sitting there spinning the motherfucker, and they're like, like, stuck to the fucking <laughs> seat, and I'm just trying to spin it. <laughs> Oh, dude, when I was living out at the beach, I had uh, two buddies of mine. One's name was Mark, um, and um, the other one's name was Eric, right? And it's like, they were both big fucking dudes, right? Oh, oh shit, Matt was there that day, too. Yeah, no, Matt was there today. So three big motherfuckers, right? I mean, big motherfuckers. And we got on the damn teacups, and... The the person on the line, what was it? There was like this little fat Asian kid, right? <laughs> that like we had just enough room left for him to get into our teacup, right? And so the guy was like, oh, hey, get in that one with these guys. And so we just got this fat little, like look like the little kid from Up, right? <laughs> 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 he, gets in the, he gets in the teacup with us. And so it was kind of like like all three or all four of the rest of us just kind of like looked at each other like, you know, fuck this kid up. And dude, we had that fucking thing spinning so fast, like the bolts were like creaking. Like we honestly genuinely got scared that we were about to like get tossed off of the fucking ride, that we were going to break this shit because we had it spinning so fucking fast. Have you seen the fucking video where those, uh, there was some teenagers doing that shit and it fucking comes off the fucking thing? Yeah, <laughs> we, that's what we were scared was going to happen because we had it going so fucking fast. And that kid was genuinely terrified. Like, he was literally just screaming, turned green. We thought he was going to start puking on us. We fucked that kid up, dude. <laughs> he, I bet he'd never ridden teacups again since then. Oh, I need to get, like, some strong-ass motherfuckers to get on there and just, like, with me and just see how fast we can spin the shit. You find some fucking teacups, dude. I'll get on there with you. I don't look like shit, but I'm pretty fucking strong. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, back to back nuclear, to nuclear, nuclear radiation. radiation. Back to nuclear radiation. Um, 
Yeah, man, the shit's abs- genuinely fucking terrifying, right? Like, when shit like this happens, I, I will say I'm still for it. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, regardless that I've played all five or four Fallout games, I'm still, like, on board for uh, nu- nuclear power, right? So Nuclear power. Yeah, nuclear power. And... <laughs> God bless the atom. And um but now we really do need to start opening up more plants. Like I I feel like we've gone long enough now that the stigma from like back in the seventies is kinda gone. We we don't necessarily need to sit around and beat our chests and be like, Oh, it's so dangerous and blah 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 but we we need to go back to it because we really do need to phase out coal and oil. Like there's no that's that's such fucking antiquated technology. Like, there's no well, reason. I think for us I to think still the biggest it. reason we're still using like uh, oil and shit is mainly because you got these. It's convenient. That are, well, you yeah. have these cities that are built up around it, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's convenient yeah. right now. Like, we're in the process of changing over, but it's going to take a little while to do it. Nah. I just and then you still have all these people that it just. They just eat whatever they see on social media, right? Like, whatever meme they see on social media or whatever somebody tells them to think on fucking Fox News or CNN or whatever. That you got some people that are, like, so 100% just, like, gung-ho, renewable. They don't care that they're going to, like, crush this small coal mining town. And instead of being like, well, we need to... Instead of just shutting the plant down and send in, you know, teams of engineers to build up all these, like, wind turbines and solar farms, they need to be like, okay, well, we need to send in all these teams of teachers to train all these coal miners how to run renewable energy, how they can man a solar plant, or how they can do repairs on wind turbine farms and everything else, and then start phasing out the coal plant. Like, you don't get it on the left from that end and then on the right they're just like fucking stupid i don't know man they're just fucking stupid dude like you know how many times i see these goddamn memes where it's all like if you want to drive an electric car then you should have to fuel it up off of electric energy and it's like yeah they would they would if you eventually eventually yeah it's like if you would build the fucking wind farm they would do it like you can't say like they're choosing to juice up off of an oil plant. Like, that's the dumbest fucking argument I've ever heard. Like, obviously, they would gladly fill it up off of a fucking solar panel, right? Like, it's so fucking dumb. Or, like, I've seen, like, a million of these, like, memes or, like, news articles. I saw a whole fucking news article from Tucker Carlson talking about these wind turbines out in Colorado that they there was, like, a big windstorm, like, winter storm that came through and fucked them up. And it caused, like, this massive, like, oil leak out of a a whole bunch of the turbines. And it was like, oh, it's funny. Because you know how Tucker Carlson talks, right? Where everything's like an inflection at the end. And you don't really know if he's making a statement or asking a question. And, you know, he's talking about the oil leaks and everything else. And it's like, oh, it's so funny that these, you know, the liberal agenda has all these fucking wind turbines out here and then they get damaged. And guess what? Now they're polluting the soil with their oil, blah, blah. It's a different kind of oil. It's fucking bio <laughs> oil. It biodegrades, right? Like it's made from plants. So it's like, fuck you, Tucker Carlson. Fuck you and fuck the Swanson family fortune. 
fucking Swanson. Swanson fucking Swanson TV dinners, man. That's why he's hungry, man. Fuck you, Swanson. Hungry man ain't what it used to be, though, bro. It's really not. At least hungry man doesn't make racist comments on primetime television. Yeah, man, but besides, besides take the whole political shit aside. <laughs> All Swanson the political shit, shit aside, yeah. Hungry Man isn't shit compared to what it used to be. Like, you remember you used to be able to get, like, a cheeseburger with, like, the fucking potato wedges that were big as fuck covered in cheese. I ain't got shit like that no more. No? Hungry Man, go back to what the fuck you were. Yeah. Feeding hungry men. Men. Yeah, not not like these fucking beta cuck bitches, like, hungry men. Oh. <laughs> I'm cut like a beta. <laughs> but no, Hungry Man used to be so much fucking better. I may be cut like a beta, but I'm still a type A personality, you son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> still better than goddamn Well god, what were those uh those little kid ones? Penguin. Oh um uh they had the penguin as the mascot. I know what the, the fuck. Is it, it's like blue. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. exactly what the fuck you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Like those and shit. Um, those were so badass when you were a kid, yeah, though, they bro. Yeah, totally were. <laughs> it was because it came with the giant Star Crunch brownie, and like none of it was healthy. No, that was why it was so good not. when you were a kid. is because it was all like the worst trash food possible all packaged together. Like you, got, you had like chicken nuggets, french fries, a brownie with sprinkles. Like you poured yeah, your own sprinkles on it. cheese. There was no vegetables. No. Yeah, yeah, nothing. <laughs> that's why they were so fucking good but then yeah have you seen a swanson tv dinner lately yeah the red one that's the red box isn't it yeah yeah they ain't shit anymore either i mean it's the same shit it's just yeah, it's not appealing to us yeah, it's the smaller it's not smaller it's the same shit we used to get it's just not appealing anymore well there was like a period of time in the early 2000s where everybody was making these gigantic fucking tv dinners hungry man right well, they were all competing with Hungry Man. That was the whole thing. Is that Hungry Man came out and they were the first one that was like, it was a meal. It, it was, was a man food, like yeah. over a pound of food. Yeah, and then so all the other companies started trying to compete, and so they blew up their thing. But then the cost got so high, people didn't want to pay. For those of you saying this has nothing to do with nuclear meltdowns, bro, a fucking microwave is nuclear, so suck it. Well, also the kind of diarrhea it gives you is on scale with like you know. Uh, a natch a national nuclear disaster <laughs> bro like i don't know man they just tv dinners ain't what they used to be they're not they're not hot pockets and pizza rolls are still good though oh dude what about those uh totino's party pizzas oh yeah those are good as fuck i don't <laughs> give a fuck what anybody says they're good as shit like they're them. cheap as fuck too they're still a dollar yeah, and then the best part is, is like when you take two and you make two at one time, and then you can make put a, a whole sandwich. bunch of bullshit in between it. Yeah, and have a pizza sandwich. I mean, that's that's only really good if you're drunk, hammered, drunk, or just really high. I mean, just obscenely, just obnoxiously high. They just don't make it like they used to, man. They really don't. Now, um, fucking what is it? The uh, taquitos, those are still good as fuck. Oh, yeah. I'll, I will eat a whole fucking box of taquitos in a heartbeat. What about the Del Rey fucking frozen burritos? Yes. 
Like the fuck, they got the purple burritos and they got like the chimichangas Chongas and the blue bag and the um the the bean and beef and the green. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll fuck up Bro, a right. <laughs> the only thing about that, they will put so much fucking weight on you. Those burritos and chimichangas are the fucking worst. Yeah, they're like wa- seven hundred fucking calories for one burrito. Yeah, like, like this big. My wife got me something, and dude, I mean, I'm a big dude. Like I eat. Like whenever I was going to the gym and shit, like yeah. I want something fast. When I get home, I throw a burrito, and I ate burritos for like a week straight, and I gained like ten pounds because I was just trying to eat and go to bed. Yeah, bro, and I eat like four burritos at a time because they're they're fucking small. Yeah. That's like seven hundred fucking calories a pop, but they're so fucking good. <laughs> they are. They're so fucking good. And, like you hit I, it with a little Tabasco and oh nah, man. See, I didn't do that shit. I bought like the little bowl of queso you can get. <laughs> pop in the microwave, dip the well, fucking that burrito added, in. Like an extra four hundred calories. Bro, that, but hey, shout out to Del Rey. Yeah, yeah, your shit's good as fuck. <laughs> oh man. That's why Americans are so goddamn unhealthy, because we have so many options to just eat garbage food. Did you see where uh, uh, fucking Subway was getting sued in Scotland or Ireland, one of the two, because legally they're not allowed to call what they put their sandwiches on bread, because it's got too much sugar in it? I mean, it's like a yoga mat, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're, they're getting sued by some northern European country for trying to call their... You know bread, what? bread. I think we need to do a bro talk after this. Because we, we, we went way the fuck off topic yeah, yeah, so many times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, well, we'll wrap this up. And we'll, what, what, what time gonna, signature are we at? We're sitting at like an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hour yeah. and 11 minutes. Oh, uh, But yeah, I mean, nuclear power, great thing if it's ran right. And it's. If it's regulated. If it's regulated right. And so that's one of the biggest things, people, that you need to do, right? Go to your city council fucking meetings. Go to the election polls for your governor, senator, everything else. Actually, go to the rally. Listen to what they have to say. Do your research. You know why Three Mile Island happened? Three Mile Island happened because the nuclear... Regulatory Commission. That's what the R stands for. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Came full, full circle, baby. But um, it only yeah. took an hour to think of it. But. Yeah. but the Nuclear Regulatory Commission was run by a whole bunch of people that had no fucking clue what they were doing. They were just appointed eggheads that got put there. And you know why? Because nobody was involved in that fucking process. And on top of that, the governor of fucking Pennsylvania had no fucking clue what the hell was going on with the goddamn reactors in his state because he was just elected, right? But nobody was like, hey, well, we have this and this and this going on. You should brush up on this, right? Like the people that were running it at a city level, the city council, right, for that part of Pennsylvania, what the fuck's the, the the name of the town that they were in for three mile island it was something like real homey and like you know very andy griffithy kind of a name of a town might as well have been called fucking like pleasantsville or whatever um but anyways like their city council 
no fucking clue what it actually meant to run and operate the, uh, a fucking nuclear facility. And so they just, whatever the power company would say, they were just like, yeah, whatever. They did zero research themselves to actually know how that shit's supposed to get run. Get involved. Get involved on a local level. Don't be a douche. Don't be a stupid douche. Bro, it doesn't just say it doesn't say the town like on anything I just looked up. <laughs> I forget. Yeah, I forget. It just says in central Pennsylvania. Yeah, I, re- I forget what the name of the damn town is, but it's something real folksy and quaint. You know, it just sounds like a good old American town. You know. But yeah, get involved. Don't be a dick. You know. Have you seen the fucking name of the river? That it was on. It says Queen. Oh, uh, Queen Sus- uh-huh. Yeah, Susquehanna. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a weird ass fucking name. Shit, look at some of the rivers in fucking Florida. Oh, Lake Winnie Winnie P. Saki. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> no, like I don't know how to fucking pronounce that shit. Winnipesaki. <laughs> you Winni- sh- Yeah, Winnipesaki. Well, anyways. Yeah, that fucking town. Well, that's not the town. That's just the lake. Well, I mean, it, it, no, that's the, that's the town. No, the town, it's it's a different name. It's literally, it's it might as well just be called, like, Townsville. Fucking Harrisburg, man. That's the name <laughs> of it. It's goddamn Harrisburg. Like I said, like, good old little Midwestern town name, you know? Harrisburg. Harrisburg. Nope. Just got almost melted. Now, here's my thing. What if? What if? Did you ever see Godzilla King of the Monsters? That's the old one? The, well, the, the new one. The newest one? Yeah. No. The new, God, the new Godzilla King of the Monsters. The no. last one that came out before Godzilla vs. Kong. No. I haven't watched Godzilla since like before 2010. So you didn't watch the one with Brian Cranston. You didn't watch the one with Millie Bobby Brown. I've just heard the new one <clears throat> makes the old ones. Like, I don't know. I, I've heard that it just doesn't have shown the old ones. Dude, the new ones are fucking gnarly. Like, the new ones are so fucking good. Well, you know how people people say that about, like, all the fucking old movies compared, or yeah. a lot of the old. I mean, movies don't get me wrong. I love the old Godzilla movies. They have a special place in my heart. I watch them I think, all the time. I think the last one I watched was what was that Godzilla two thousand? Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, that one still wasn't that great though. I mean, it was it was it, it was good, but it yeah. wasn't yeah. great. No, these new ones are fucking nasty, dude. There's literally that's what I was about to say. There's literally a scene at the end of Godzilla uh, King of the Monsters where he's got to fight. King Ghidorah in Boston and he's so like juiced up because he like eats a fucking nuclear bomb so he's like Godzilla's so fucking juiced up that like he's so radioactive that just walking through Boston he's melting the city like whole skyscrapers are just melting and shit because he's so radioactive to go fuck up King Ghidorah like dude that movie's badass what's the name of that one Godzilla King of the Monsters yeah, dude, that movie's bad fucking ass, dude. No, I mean, like, 
Dude, there was a video game I played when I was a child. Like, you got to choose what monster you were. Yeah. And y'all fought in a town, but I can't think the name of it. It was like a PlayStation 1 game. Yeah, it was a Godzilla game, right? No, it wasn't Godzilla. Like, it had Godzilla, King Kong, like a bunch of random big-ass monsters where you would fight through a town and, like, you could eat people and it would give you more power and shit. It was a PlayStation 1 game, bro. I think it was, like, Rampage. Or Primal Rage. No, it was like Rampage. Or but like a PS1 like. version of Rampage? Yeah. 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 No. Yeah, those new Godzilla movies are badass, man. The Godzilla that came out in 2014, Godzilla King of the Monsters, and then Godzilla vs. Kong. Dude, Godzilla vs. Kong's badass. Oh, you gotta pay for it. I don't have Hulu. I'll watch it eventually. So good. They're all on HBO too. So if you got HBO, it's all on there. It don't say it's on HBO. All the Godzillas are on there. You sure King of the Monsters is? I would think so. They got all the rest of them. I know that's where I've watched Godzilla vs. Kong. On here it just says Hulu, YouTube, Sling, YouTube. Google Play, Vudu, Amazon Prime, T- or TBS, TNT. Well, it says free with cable. I don't have cable, though. I'm a cheap bitch. I don't have cable either. Fuck cable. I got uh, fucking Amazon. Or, I got Amazon Prime, but I got that from my parents. So, uh, Well, hell, you could probably rent King of the Monsters for like three bucks. Yeah, I think it was like three nine nine. Yeah, is it worth the three nine nine though? Dude, it's badass, dude. Okay. It really is badass. That movie is like if you want to see just giant monsters fucking shit up, the movie's pretty badass. Well, anyways, you got anything to close it out, Ryan? Just that if we start moving forward in this life into a more nuclear fueled world. I just want giant atomic monsters. That's all I want, man. I don't think it's too much to ask. I just want a giant atomic monster here or there. I want somebody to get fucked up by gamma radiation and be the Hulk. That's what the fuck I want. I mean, that'd be cool, too. But that kind of counts as a giant atomic monster, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, like, just give me a Godzilla. Give me a Hulk. Give me something. I just want something fucking badass. That some, you know, either a something from space or our military has to show up to fucking Now, what handle. if, like, someone came here tomorrow from, like, a Krypton-type world and was, like, fucking Superman tomorrow? That'd be cool. That'd be cool as fuck, dude. But it'd be better if it was, like, Superman and less, like, Zod. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously. No yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah no, down with Zod, up with Superman. But, uh, yeah. Chances are it'd be more like Zod, though. Chances are it'd be more like <laughs> Zod. Like, he'd get here and be like, these motherfuckers are dumb. We'd be like, we're barely not monkeys. Leave well, us alone. I'll get into this on the bro talk. We'll get into this yeah. more. Because I was like, if aliens come here, they're going to be like, these motherfuckers are fucking stupid. We're not dealing with their bullshit. Let's just get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, these motherfuckers. If that sounds interesting to you, join the Patreon. Check us out with the Bro Talk. We might drop it on the podcast maybe like fucking five years from now. Yeah, who knows? Or you could just help us to fuck out on our Patreon. 
Yeah. Plus, you know, if if you're down with the clown, Austin's a huge juggalo. Woop woop. Woop woop. <laughs> Fago all day, baby. <laughs> Speaking of Fago, Walmart has so many fucking flavors of Fago. Dude, have you? When was the last time you went to a Sheets gas station? I don't even know what the fuck Sheets is. It's a giant fucking truck stop, and they have a wall of Fago. They have all 320 flavors of Fago. God damn. Is there that many fucking flavors of Fago? There's that many flavors of Fago. Holy shit. Well, anyways. There's almost one flavor for each day. But you gotta remember, a lot of them are uh, doubled up because they have a diet version. Yeah. Fuck diet. Diabetes for days, baby. (laughs) They have cookies and cream flavored soda. That just sounds fucking disgusting. I mean, it's I try. It's actually it. pretty good. I try. It. It's pretty good. Well, actually. I mean, like that's like vanilla Coke. It's good, right? Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Well, anyways, thank y'all for joining the Brology Podcast. Be sure to check us out on all major platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, John's Mom's Basement. We're there at least every Saturday before we get on this podcast. I mean, and you know, we usually make stops there just because me and Austin work different schedules, so. I get off in the morning and I'll go by John's mom's basement to feed her. And then in the afternoon, when Austin gets off work, he goes by to give her dinner. So, you know, between like five in the morning to seven in the morning, I'm there. Between five in the afternoon to seven in the afternoon, Austin's there. Yeah. So, so feel free to stop by there, too. Yeah. Her sex dungeon is fucking awesome. I mean, there's like fucking loads of fucking like peanut butter and grease everywhere. But that's another story. We'll save that for another time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank y'all for joining the Biology Podcast. Be sure to drop us a five star. Be fucking awesome. And we'll catch you next week when we talk about Richard. Or I guess the Night Stalker. The Night Stalker. Yeah.